0: Every time you go and see vehicles, you have to ask yourself, the second I grab the key from that salesman and take this car home, am I willing to lose money? Unless you're buying products like special edition Ferraris, Bugatti or some other highly desirable vehicle that people are willing to bend over backwards to get, you're going to lose your shirt on any vehicle you buy. Now why? Because all products have a resale market and the second you grab those keys, that vehicle is worth less than what the dealer dealership is selling it for. And make no mistake, electric vehicles have a harder go at this. And that is what we're going to be talking about today. Autologues.net Autopod, streaming day or night, coming right at you, right here, right now. Welcome back to the Autolooks Podcast. I am your host, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J himself, coming to you from our Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn page. Like, share, or comment if you like this podcast, or check us out on one of our many streaming sites from Podbeam to iTunes to YouTube to even Google Play. We have them all, and we're hooked up to all of them. And if you're looking for up-to-date information about this podcast, and even images about the products we're talking about in this podcast, see us and hit us up on www.autolux.net for all of the information about this podcast any of our others and for the most exclusive and inclusive automotive corporate website link page in the world from big or small we have them all autolux has a link to every car company in existence around the world and if we don't have it let us know So today we're going to be talking about the fact that the second you grab a pair of keys from that salesman who was so nice to you over the past, I don't know, let's say a couple minutes, an hour, hell, even sometimes months, pleading with you to buy a vehicle from him. But he always fails to mention the fact that the second you grab those keys, you can lose upwards of 12% of the resale value. Yes! 12% is an industry average. Some cars can be low like 8% and some of them can even get as high as 33%. I remember being in college, Chevrolet Cavaliers, one of my roommate's brothers bought a 1998 Chevrolet Cavalier Z24. The second he grabbed his keys and drove it off the lot, he lost 32% of the original resale value of that. you imagine that? You're already further into debt with your vehicle the second you take get home. And that's one of those things that people never ask the questions when they're looking for vehicles. They never ask, how much is this going to lose? And when it comes to the electric vehicle marketplace, this is a question that people really need to ask. Because you have to remember, those batteries, they don't last forever. An internal combustion engine, you can replace parts on it and you can keep it going. The original Daimler-Benz motor wagon still operates to this day, being nearly 130 years old. It still operates. Most of the original Tesla Roadsters do not operate on the original power source that sat under their floor. And if you're one of the few who bought one of these, you shelled out anywhere between twelve dollars and $25,000 to replace the batteries. Now, when you already shelled out $160,000 for this Roadster to begin with, and then you had to shell out almost $20,000 to replace the batteries, do you ever think you're going to make your money back off a vehicle? Now, we get it. Cars are not products you make money off of. There are some that you can't select ones that you can buy and turn and make a profit off of. But an electric car is not one of them. The original Toyota Prius proved that to myself and everyone else in my automotive design course in college. As the second generation came out, Toyota started to realize that the battery life cycle of the original Prius is between eight and 10 years, depending on how much you charged it, how much you used Now, after 10 years, those nickel hydride batteries had to be replaced. And at a whopping 6,800, That's $6,800. Most people chose not to do it because that was worth more than the car itself. You could put that $6,800 into the original first generation Prius, and if you turn around and resold it on the resale market, you were lucky if you got five grand. So you were still further into debt. Not something you really want to know. Now, there are are products out there that hold their value. Trucks and SUVs being part of them. The Jeep Wrangler, even for how bad its engine is and how many defects and problems that vehicle has, over its life expectancy. The Jeep Wrangler is one of the few vehicles that has a low resale depreciation. It ranges between 6 to 8 percent. Limited. Limited. Compared to an average General Motors product which can lose between 15 to 30 percent of its resale value. Excluding their trucks. Most trucks fall into the same category as the Wrangler. Between 6 to 12 percent of their market. Get it. Everything has a depreciation value with it. But when you consider the fact that electric vehicles when they're getting to the end of the time so let's say 10 years in 10 years an average person with an internal combustion engine vehicle will put about 20,000 kilometers on their vehicle an average Canadian travels between 20 and 25,000 kilometers a year I know I'm one of them I've put up to words of over 30,000 kilometers on vehicles but an average person living even in a city environment will put upwards of 20,000 kilometers on the vehicle so over 10 years 200,000 kilometers And when the average sedan is built to an industry standard of last two hundred and fifty thousand kilometers you still have two and a half years of life in that vehicle now owning that Prius you have that internal combustion engine you still have two and a half years off that internal combustion engine which is its main power source but its battery power source in the city after 10 years has to be replaced put you out a whopping $6,800 that is cheaper than replacing the internal combustion engine now with batteries coming down in price and the fact that now Tesla is getting close to the end of the life Life cycle of the original Model S's, those prices have come down. But now replacing the Model S, the entire battery systems, you could shell out still between eight dollars and $12,000 to replace them. And if you turn around and sold that vehicle, which Tesla doesn't like you to do, you would never recoup your profit off of it. That vehicle is essentially in it to die. Now, reconditioning companies are taking these batteries from companies like Nissan, Toyota, and Tesla and turning them into second generation power sources for the electric vehicles first generation Nissan Leafs battery systems when they had to be replaced they'll replace it and turn your battery into a power source which can be used to recharge your vehicle and even in your own home most of these systems go out to big massive fleet areas like airports fleet services and rental services but you can utilize it for home use but ask them if you're going to repurpose this thing are you going to give me a discount their answer will always be no so you got to think about it when you're buying your tesla you're buying your leaf and you're buying your prius you should ask that question to the salesman and say at the end of my life cycle when i have to shell out nearly six thousand dollars and replace those batteries are you including that in my original price or are you deducting it off of the existing price that's on the sticker so when that thing says forty two thousand dollars shouldn't i be paying 36 but that's where the government rebates come in they gave you those rebates in the hopes that you would buy those vehicles so that at the end of the life Life cycle that big bang would be a lot less big but do most of us just take those incentives and put it in our savings knowing that we're gonna to have to pay a substantial amount of money to replace those vehicles or do we just put it in our pockets and go out for sushi most people would so when you consider it the difference between an internal combustion engine vehicle and a battery-powered vehicle is the savings substantial now we do know if you turned around and sold a 10-year-old model s or a 10-year-old Audi ASIC which one would have depreciated the most. Tesla actually would. Even with limited numbers out there, it still would depreciate a lot more because most people buying it know that they're going to have to shell out tons of money to replace these battery packs. Or even in stance, they might have to refurbish those battery packs. But the one thing they never take into consideration when it comes to these battery packs and most dealer lots don't even take into consideration is operational usage. There are people that can get hundreds of thousands of miles out of battery packs compared to the next person. But that's only if you're using a smart charge system. You never let it fully drain and you never max it out when you recharge it. Working the battery too hard will decrease its longevity. But unfortunately for us most people that buy products don't know a single thing about them. Today, 8 out of 10 people don't even know how to change a tire on a car. So do you really think they know how to properly maintain their battery system to get the maximized benefit out of it? No. So when you really consider it, the resale market for electric vehicles is really working against it. They cost more upfront. And really, in the end, if you keep it for a long enough time, the cost to replace that battery pack nearly works out to the equivalent of proper maintenance on a vehicle. Now, there are benefits to the electric vehicle, whereas you don't have to do your fluid changes. Every three months you don't have to change your oil. You don't have to pump gas into it. You don't have to use injector fluid. You don't have to worry about parking it in your garage and leaving it for too long, or it gets seized up or gummed up. You know there are many benefits to it. But unfortunately, these aren't things that have moved into the resale market. Most dealerships won't tell you. But really, when you look at it, most dealerships don't even take a chance with reselling electric or hybrid vehicles because they know that if they sell it and they put a warranty under it that battery pack fails, they're out a ton of money. So really, the resale market for EVs is only person to person. Deal of the person doesn't work out as much as person to person. So really in the end is owning the EV so much better than owning an ICE? For now it's not. But when battery technology gets better and its prices come substantially down the cost of ownership will greatly decrease and its resale value will greatly increase. But until that day is met electric vehicles are very poor performers on the resale market. So in the end when you're looking for a new vehicle looking at its maintenance costs over time and what you may have to shell out in the end might be two of those things that you might want to consider sure an electric car will save you tons and tons of money on gasoline and oil changes but in the end on its maintenance you still have suspension parts you still got tires you still got bent rims you still got brakes all the standard wear parts do you really come out ahead especially knowing that at the end of the life cycle of that vehicle when you go to sell it you're going to earn even less than a similar internal combustion engine vehicle. those are things you have to reconsider when thinking about joining the ev marketplace so all in all when we take a look at the marketplace yes it does work as a benefit and a bus towards the ev marketplace people knowing that it costs so much will drastically decrease the price of it but as prices for batteries come down that mentality will slowly change in the next decade by 2030 we will see how that market will substantially change and eventually by 2030 we'll start to see EVs actually hit the resale market at price points comparable to internal combustion engine vehicles. But until then, governments around the world have to realize that they can't force people to just buy electric vehicles. Because when there are people that can only afford used car market, they're going to be pushed right out of the marketplace. Which means now your market has shrunk. And that is the last thing this market needs to think about, look at. So in the end, can it get better? Yes, it will. Are we past the hard times? Not. Not yet. EVs are eventually going to have a future in the world, but not today. So from all of us at Autolooks, if you liked what we heard, please like, share, or comment down below on our site or on our social feeds. And if you have trouble finding us, remember www.autolooks.net has all the links to all of our streaming sites, social media, and from big or small, we have them all, our corporate websites from around the world. So strap yourself in for this one fun wild ride as we lose our shirts in the EV resale marketplace.